Oh, hey guys, that's Latin for today on Guilty Movie Pleasures. We're covering Event Horizon. That's not really Latin. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasures. I feel like we're just doing the... The wobble with it dance right now. You know what? I'm, mix, I'm just, mixing up the dance moves. You started it, and I just went. Uh, for all of you Latin scholars out there, that was not Latin. And welcome to this week's edition of Guilty Movie Pleasures. What do you What do you think the crossover is for Latin scholars and Guilty Movie Pleasure watchers? Several. Yeah. Several. Yeah. Several. Several. Handfuls. At least like three. Bunch of handfuls. Several. 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 Yeah. Three. Several. Several. We are talking the 1997 Paul. Before he turned to t- Paul W.S. Anderson, to not be confused with Paul Thomas Anderson, mm-hmm. Paul Anderson classic sci-fi horror film, Event Horizon. Oh, man. I just want to... You know what? I should, first off, I Je- Jesse McIntosh is back with me. Here I am. You want to say hi to the folks out there? Hi, folks out Hello. there. Hello. Hi. Um, are we... Sure. So yeah, we're plugging right now. We're plugging. What's Why up? Not? You can find me at Too Much Jesse on Twitter, uh, promlosers.com for sketch, coming soon. Uh, 86 Charles, a uh, podcast that I contribute to, question mark. Always with the question mark. Because I, I, do, I do like a two-minute segment every week. I there don't you like go. You, do that's it a really, con- contribution. But I just swoop in and do the second. And that's it. It's that's, added up to several several. And you can find me on Guilty Movie Pleasures. Several severals. Of, yeah, several severals. Yeah. So we're ta- I'm Ben Begley. You know me. It's fine. So we're talking about Event Horizon. I just want to jump in because we got a little late of a start. And I want to jump into this movie because I saw this movie in 97 in theaters with my buddy Benny Falkman, shout out to Ben Falkman shout out there out back in Akron, Ohio, and, uh, and he hasn't recovered. Amazing he's, family. He's still in Akron. He's like, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I, have, I saw Event Horizon, and Event. that's that's been it. I here's the thing. So here's the genesis of me and scary movies. I'll give it in a nutshell. Please. I was terrified of scary movies until I was 13 when I first saw Scream, and I watched that with the light uh, in the daylight. With all the lights on still, even though it was light out, uh-huh. with a bunch of friends, and still that opening 10 minutes freaked me the hell out. I was a wuss, and now I can't get enough of it. That is a parody. You wrote yeah. a horror yeah, movie. Yeah, and now all I write is horror <laughs> films, and I love it, but I had a very late exposure to horror films. In 97, I would have been 15. I saw this in the theaters, and I remember being like, what the fuck? Because there's some really graphic, crazy... There's weird stuff in this. Super Real weird, weird Clive Barker shit in here, which they, the director has said in interviews that he was influenced by uh, Clive Barker and Hellraiser. And Clive Barker actually um, did some... Uh, like advising on it or something like that. Huh. He like was a consultant. He, like told them how to make weird shit. How he to make like, super weird you your sodomizing weird? torture can, porn yeah. uh, things. Yeah, can we hang you by pins yeah. ripping your skin it apart? Was, like the whole hook thing, which we'll get into all the gory, yeah. crazy deaths. So this movie freaked me the hell out when I saw it in theaters. And I remember having weird nightmares about being trapped on a ship like Event Horizon. And then I watched it several times in my late teen, like 15 to like 20, but then I haven't seen it since. Mm-hmm. And so I revisited it last night for the first time in probably, I don't know, a decade or so. No, like 15 years almost. And uh, I got to say, it's still awesome, Yeah, but it's awesome for a different reason now. Tell me why it's awesome, and then I'll give you my background with it. It's, it's just it's like a 20-minute dissertation yeah. on my yeah. background of it. But this, well, this I, have a, I have a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> for those people watching. We're going to clear this we back here. We're going to get some clicks In going. 1997, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so now I feel like I love it because it's still the nostalgia factor of what freaked me out, and there are still some shocking images, but now I just view it more as this really awesome, fun B-movie horror film. Mm. Like, 
because I hadn't seen like Alien when I was 15. I hadn't seen that yet. I hadn't seen all these movies that this is kind of borrowing and stealing from. Mm-hmm. But this movie's a blast. And the third act goes completely to crazy town and makes very little sense. Well, uh, but so, it's awesome. Now I like it because it's a guilty movie. When I was 15, I thought it was perfect. I have a question. Is yeah. w- is this based on the evolution of horror films? Like they've gotten more real? Or is this your evolution in terms of a viewer? I don't... Well, no, I don't think so. Because I would argue that Alien, which came out way earlier than this... That scared you? Is a, is now still a scarier yeah, yeah. movie than this. Okay. Uh, a better. I, I would have accepted either answer. I was just curious. <laughs> just I just wanted to. I just wanted to get to I, know no, don't you get me wrong. Better. This movie's fun, and it's probably one of Paul W. S. Anderson's best made films, which is a low bar to clear. <laughs> better than Death Race Two. I don't know. Death Race One was fantastic. Death Race Death One. Race, Death Race is fantastic. The Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil movie is awesome. Mm-hmm. When Mortal Kombat. When I looked him up, because I was like Paul Thomas Anderson. I know Paul W. S. Anderson. Uh, not as familiar with his oh, library of work. I own well, most of them. I mean, now I am because I looked him up. And I didn't realize he was associated with all these films. But uh, there was a Death Race 4 in production. Get out so, of here. I need to watch 2 and 3. I got to catch up. Field trip. What's your genesis on this? What's um, your, your PowerPoint presentation? So, yeah, two things. First thing, uh, I, I don't remember the order in which I saw these movies, but I associate them very closely. The movie It, Stephen King's It, mm-hmm. and Event Horizon. I saw them both at... Uh, parties like middle school parties oh yeah um it freaked the shit out of me and then we slept over and then the following morning my dad was driving me back home and the car right in front of us on the highway the license plate was just it and that was it what what that was terrifying that was probably my low moment i wish you could pull up next to it and pennywise is sitting there like I wish I hadn't. Oh. I mean, I didn't. And now that you brought it up, I wish that that. Well, you keep going. I'm putting on chapstick. It's yeah, nothing weird. No, moisten those lips. Nothing um, weird. And then, They're okay, just very dry. And then, Event Horizon. I saw at a party, and uh, I just had my arm around my girlfriend the whole time. And, and you're I was like, like oh, I'm not scared. I was like super boss. Yeah, I was like, I don't even care if I have to pee. I'm just gonna sit here. I'm not that gonna move thing. until I'm made to move. And that, like, other people were, like, talking and, like, doing other stuff during the movie. And, like, normally I would have engaged with that. And I was like, no, I'm st- I'm locked into this movie. So it had Because I'm locked in on this couch. And I don't, I, like, I watched it again today. And, like you said, it was way different than I remember Super it. different. Yeah. Well, I, what did, what's your opinion of it now? If, if you had never seen it until last night or today or whatever. Um, it... It wouldn't have topped my list as far as horror films. Like, it wasn't really that scary. Yeah. We'll say, like, they... they there's some ch- good jump scares. I, some- I listened to it with headphones on because Renee was asleep last night. And uh-huh. there's still the scares that scared me in the theater I forgot about. And I was like, jump! Because they do cheap-ass, like, they super did, like, loud, yeah. like... And the glove. The, the, thing, the window's opening and it's super loud. And you're yeah. like, ah! Oh, there's not even anything scary yet in the movie, but I still jumped. Yeah, and they did those, Son like, of a bit. couple yeah. of false... This place like, is a tomb. Whoa, fuck! <laughs> Just the floating glove. Yeah. Um, and then they did the couple of, like, coming out of frozen compartment, like, dream yeah. sequences yeah. that were sort of alarming. Which Zack Snyder then borrowed for Batman v Superman. Wait, well, <laughs> it's a good movie to borrow from, I guess. Interstellar uh, <laughs> borrows the shit out of this movie, man. Yeah. Have you seen Interstellar? I haven't seen Interstellar, yeah. They literally do the exact same thing to explain oh, yeah, 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 in Interstellar, yeah. where in, in this movie, Sam Neill tries to explain, we'll get to that clip. Hey, fuck it, we'll play the science clip first, the layman's term. It's the exact... And, and Stranger Things do, does the same thing with the upside the down. Exact they, same yeah, exactly thing. the same. So okay. can we just play the si- the dimensional... Relativity, there yes, we, we can't break the law of relativity. We 
can go around it. The ship doesn't really go faster than light. What it does is it creates a dimensional gateway that mm. allows it to jump instantaneously from one point of the universe to another light years away. How? Well, it's, it's difficult to... It's all math. Try us, Doctor. Right, well, uh, using layman's terms, use a rotating magnetic field to focus a narrow oh. beam of gravitons. These, in turn, fold space-time consistent with veil tensor dynamics until the space-time curvature becomes infinitely large and you produce a singularity. Now, a singularity... Layman's terms. Well, fuck layman's terms. Do you speak English? <laughs> so then he goes on... <laughs> Good question. That's such a great... Good question. So then he goes on to go, oh, here... And he takes a centerfold from off the, uh, the wall and pokes a hole with a pencil. Exactly how they do it in Interstellar. Yeah. You basically just have Michael Caine doing it instead. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey, take out the gore. Same movie. Which makes it more official, I feel like, when those two I, people are doing it. I loved Interstellar because I love Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. But that movie would have been way more badass if Matthew McConaughey ended up in hell and not in a fractured, weird... Uh, string universe. It it did seem. Come on, we're yeah, we're if not. We're not going to spend a ton of time with this because that went way off the rails. As far as now, he's just like floating through a library and like <laughs> what? But imagine if he went to hell and right. fought weird Hellraiser demons. Imagine if he went to hell and then came back in the form of a ship. It'd be even better. Let's combine Christopher <laughs> Nolan do an Interstellar two. And borrow from Event Horizon even more. Uh, no, I'm sure it's from string uh, from uh, scientific theory. Yeah, it's just a space theory, theory and I guess. Stephen Hawking. I, I hope someone fact checked that jumble of words and like that actually made sense because yeah. I like I literally don't know what he's talking Sam about. Sam Neill is great just, at that kind of character. He's basically playing his character from Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park again, yeah. where he's so good at spouting off this stuff and making you go, "No, that, that's real," because Sam he said it. Right, because the doc, Doctor Weir said it from you know, and he's also like character in this, like super attached to the the science that he's explaining. So mm-hmm. in this movie, like in Jurassic Park, he's super attached to the dinosaurs and like this, won't won't let them the give up on the dinosaurs. The ship. He won't let them give up he, on the he ship. He will not let them give up on the ship. Same Good thing. God. So now before we get too deep into Event Horizon, the deep space, we're gonna do this plot in under three minutes. Oh God, here it goes. I've seen it a hundred times and it's still hard to remember everything. Uh, so let's do this. Are you ready in the booth, Zach? I'll take that Let's deafening sound. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, he's Here we go. Up. <laughs> in three, two, one. I'm sure I'll you take yeah, it. Okay, so uh, Sam Neill shows up on the ship, and they nothing is explained at first. He just they shove him into this uh, chamber because they're going to sequence. Neptune. Yeah, yeah, they're going to ne- Neptune. Um, so then he comes out, and he's like freaking out a little bit. He has this uh, weird dream coming out of it, yep. and then they like wake him up and they and offer they say, him coffee, and they say, "Hey, here's the." And he goes, "All right, I'll tell you what happened. Here's the last transmission we got." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like they're all just really calm to this really alarming transmission and then they're like okay here's what happened event horizon we thought it blew up didn't it actually disappeared it reappeared we're gonna go examine it they're so like, what the fuck yeah so they're like approaching it they're approaching it they don't see it they don't see it oh there it is okay yeah. so they and dock have a weird tense moment there that doesn't make any that sense is, like yeah, i don't know how that was it it was just clouds yeah anyways it's, it's fine they yeah. like <laughs> crashed into it sort of but yeah. they docked um and then they start to go on to the it's like a 15 event horizon. minute sequence yeah of them just like shopping around shopping 
They're looking yeah. around no, they're with shopping. flashlights. There's like things floating. Uh, the, ju- the young guy sees the oh. gravitational pull and he like reaches into it and it's liquid and then it like pulls the abyss. him in. It's borrowed from the abyss. He yeah. gets sucked in. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we got to get you back, baby bear. And they go in and they try and save him and they pull him out and he's like kind of fucked up. You're like, what happened? Oh my God. They're like, we got to get out of here. And then there's a there's an explosion that happens because of that. Yeah. It's and, triggered and, and it, it fucks ruins up. their ship. Their ship so they have up. to stay on the event horizon for 20 hours while they fix their ship because that's, that's all the, the air that idea. they have. That's, that's the, the only, only air that they have. have. On this giant ship. Yeah, so they're, they're working on the guy. They're working on the guy. Then he gets up and starts freaking out. It's um, the dark. Yeah. The dark. You have to. You don't know what I've seen. Yeah, and you're like, oh, like be specific, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's tell us what you cryptic. saw. And then, then Jason Isaacs has this weird moment where he, like, puts a knife up to the doctor's throat and he's like, you don't know what's happening. Everybody's getting kind of fucked up by this ship. And then, then they're like, where'd Baby Bear go? And Justin lets himself out of the airlock, but then he comes out of his trance right before it opens and he's like, Mama Bear, save and, and, me. And then Lawrence Fishburne flies in no, from space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From space and tackles him back into the As chamber. his veins and his eyeballs are exploding. Everything's bleeding. Uh, and you're, oh, oh shit, we have so much more to do. Uh, okay, and then so then he's like, we gotta get off this ship. Something weird is happening. Basically, everybody starts imagining the, their their guilt demons. And Sam like, Neill's like, "No, this is science. This You're is going si- crazy. Fine. You're insane." And then uh, Lawrence Fishburne keeps seeing his burning buddy. The one woman keeps seeing her son with maggots on his legs. She follows him. She falls to her death. It's like, oh shit! Uh, the other guy, um, he gets ripped up, and they uh, Jason Isaacs gets hung up by um, threads, and, and his guts. And all then out. Sam Neill gets his eyes pulled out, and then he pulls his own eyes out. Well, sort of. His eyes yeah, come out. Sure. And then the, the, they get back on their ship. And they're about to take off, but then we reveal Sam Neill has put a bomb on that ship Boom, and the, kills everybody. It blows except up Jolie Richardson, uh, and then funny they guy come back and, and they're like, "The ship is alive!" And Sam Neill's like, "I'm gonna take you to hell!" And now he has his eyes again, and he's fighting. They fighting, and then and then uh, uh, Lawrence Richardson blows the bridge. They go off. Jolie Richardson, funny guy, and Sam Neill, and him going to uh, hell. And then oh my god, and we get rescued! Oh shit! <gasps> Oh man! So the reason that was so tough is because there were so many similar moments yeah. of just like people Tense. having freakouts. Yeah, super. There's so many, but it's cool. I actually feel like the first hour of this movie does a good job of being like a slow burn sci-fi horror film, and then it goes to Crazy Town, which I love, but also think is a little bit of a detriment. Here's what happens. Here's the first hour of the movie. Here's the last half hour of the movie, and there's supposed to be an hour in between. But they just put them together, and then you poke a hole in, and now we're here. Now we're here. Yeah. There was, I, I started, I don't, guilty movie pleasure fans. If any of you, hopefully you're a fan if you're listening. If not, you're probably trolling, but it's fine. Uh, if any of you out there can find the VHS 130 minute cut of this movie, stop it. 130 please minutes. Please tweet me. Please send it on YouTube or whatever. I scoured the internet because I found out that there's a 130 minute alternate cut of this movie because this has, was a 97 minute movie it has right? a ton more story it has a ton more gore where it's like crazy violent mm. but there's a lot of stuff that they took out for pacing but also because test audiences were like freaked out zach good luck i looked it up i tried i searched <laughs> everywhere but i'm not good at internet stuff um but so I, i'm like really intrigued there's only supposedly a vhs copy of it in existence that they because they threw out the negatives uh, they weren't in in like thinking of dvd features because dvds didn't exist this should be event horizon 2 is the search for the event horizon vhs oh my god so let's get into this movie because okay. we got oh we got plenty of time we got a half hour to dive into this Hot shit damn we might not even need that much so uh, the first the first thing i wrote was um 
2047. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, they give us like a great in-depth timeline of yeah. like what's happening. They, like, they can't just land us on where we are now. 2020, we like, colonize the we moon. We go to the moon. We go to the moon again. We colonize Mars in 2037. Uh-huh. We start mining Mars, Mar- I think. Mining Mars. And yep. then 2047. Oh, no. It's, uh, Event Horizon disappears in 2040. It's supposed to do interdimensional travel. We don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it uh, reappears seven years later. Well, they think they, it didn't disappear. Like, everyone thinks that it burned up into flames, yeah, right? They, they everyone thinks that it was that a failure. Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the truth is it had disappeared. It disappeared into thin air. Yes. And it has reappeared. And one of the first things I'd love to mention is that apparently in 2047, they still have CDs. Yeah, hell yeah, they do. <laughs> because they're, like, getting the captain's log, and they hit, like, what looks like an old-school uh, CD radio in your car, and she, like, yanks it out, and I'm like, I love it. Hell I love of an imagination. I love 80s and 90s versions of the future where it's still, like saddled by 80s and 90s actual technology so they can't do anything fancier well, than Well, I mean, now with that lack of foresight, are you surprised at all that this version of the movie only exists in VHS? It's really bumming me out. I don't yeah. want to keep talking about it. Yeah. We got to find You found it, Zach. If you if you find an actual copy of it, I will be I'll give you $5. Um so so then the first thing that happens is we have this really gory this super gory body floating. Sam Neil wakes up. Real, we get hints that his wife killed himself or something. Then there's that amazing... He gets put in the cryo chamber. Mm-hmm. And there's that amazing dream sequence where she's there with no eye. For some reason, if you go to hell on Event you Horizon... your eyes. Your eyes go... You don't need eyes. You don't need them. You don't need them. And uh, she, can we play the first bad scream clip? Because it's... She grabs him. I'm waiting. Oh! <laughs> That scream is so funny to me. In fact, uh, the earlier today I ate some steak that I thought may be bad, and my stomach started hurting, and nothing happened, but my initial reaction was like, oh, God, if I'm in the toilet, I'm just going to be like, oh! oh, it even made it sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> that well, the, weird. it's like the first time that uh, I went to a doctor as an adult. I hadn't yeah. been to the doctor in a while. Yeah. Because you stopped going. Yeah. After you uh, leave the pediatrician yeah yeah that took me a minute to get but i got it um and and they were like doing their normal checkup and he like yeah i was like i know the beginning of it and if i start saying it then i might get the whole word and it worked that happens to me on a daily basis (laughs) um but so he like was doing his checkup and then he like put the wooden stick in my mouth and he was like say ah i had forgotten how to do it properly so i just like Continued. I thought you were going to go with the route of uh, they were like, "Hey, we got to test test your prostate or something." And you're like, "Wait a minute!" Oh! I love that Zach keeps fading it out for us, <laughs> just like a slow fade out. Um, it's too the, long of a scream. Well, otherwise. because the scream doesn't evolve; the scream stays. <laughs> my, oh! like, <laughs> It's very interesting. It's I'm not a w- even doing that. The scream is too powerful. It's too powerful. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You know, it, my Netflix paused during the scream because it was like th- this Blu-ray stopped. <laughs> legit, legit. At 58 minutes in, this Blu-ray stopped working, and I had to watch it on Netflix. And I was like, I own this. I just want to watch what I own. Oh! But for real, it did. And so now I gotta. 
email Paramount or something. See if they ever respond. They'll send you a VHS. Give me, send me the, send me the VHS. Send I would like to trade VHS. my Blu-ray in for a VHS. So, so apparently there was this whole sequence, by the way, that was deleted. That was never shot. It was storyboarded. It was in the script where the Lawrence Fishburne, Captain Miller, Captain Miller, and the team do a rescue mission. After so Sam Neill's introduced, and you get a little backstory as to like what the event horizon was, how attached he is to it, which would have been really necessary and awesome for this plot to have that in there. And then there was a sequence where they show the team, you get introduced to everybody, and they pull off a rescue mission. So you're attached to the team more. But they were saying due to budget and things like that and shooting sequences in in zero gravity back in the 90s was very difficult. And so they just couldn't do it. Interesting. But how awesome would that have been if we... Because I feel like you're thrown into this. Like they wake up from the cryo chamber and they're like, this is this guy. That's that girl. You sort of know who they are. It felt real. Like I I don't mean necessarily mean this in a disparaging way but it felt super 90s in that oh yeah they like went around the room and were like what's your role yeah. tell us your name and your role i'm the medic tell us your name and your hey, role. i'm the funny guy and then they say okay sam neil what what are we doing here which i feel like is a conversation that should have taken place <laughs> that never happened months before that never happens right? in they, movies so these people they, are just like <laughs> we're on a mission yeah i'm in yeah. i'll find out the mission sure. is Two months later, once we get questions. there. I don't ask you. The mission is the mission. The mission. It's like, well, the mission, yeah. That, the but ma- you should know details because you're the captain. Yeah. So you should know why you're on the this mission. The captain's chair was hilarious. It reminded yeah. me of uh, <laughs> of the chair in Team America where it just kept moving. Yeah. Well, it was like attached <laughs> to the sky also. Hanging, yeah. If you haven't seen it recently, it's hanging. And I couldn't stop laughing because Lawrence Fishman's so good. But every line he delivers is like, all right, guys. So what do you think about this? All right, we're going to land the ship. And it's like it couldn't stay still. It's just they were always like, they were shifting. Like, we're in outer space, and he's on the ship. It's always shifting a little bit. And it's just, it reminded me of in Team America when he's like, all right, we got to do this, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, okay. I, feel, I, I hope that was character's choice, where he was like, if I'm going to be on a ship hey, for two months, it's going to be a, a chair with wheels. I want this chair. I don't, stationary chairs bore me. I want this chair to be a, bo- it, it's like a, it's like a mamaroo for a baby. It just, it's, it just maybe he sleeps in it. Maybe or, that's what Orthopedically it is. sound. There you go. No, that's what it is. It's yeah. all for his orthopedics. Yeah, he had a bad back. So then, then the doctor says the whole dimensional gateway thing that, and we already talked at length in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the and we touched on it in our three minute g- going over the plot. He plays their last transmission, and I can't. And all of them act really calm. Can we play the transmission from hell, please? <laughs> It's a great question. Great question. A lot of people ask good questions after the fact. That's a great question. So, and then they they boil it down. They're like, well, we were able to isolate this. And they have this, like, Latin phrase that means that then they keep... That the doctor, the doctor Weir doesn't know Latin. He's like, I I have no idea what this is. And the the medic guy does. It's like, wait a minute. I I have a lot of issues. Dr. Weir would know Latin. With this specific moment. Um, A, people are speaking in Latin. What? People don't... Latin is a dead language. Well, if you're if gonna scream out, I suppose it's because they're from hell. I suppose speaking in an archaic language. B demons haven't learned English yet. I mean, that's in this world, but they do because they speak to the people on the ship. Yeah, they, <laughs> they like come when the hell is there. They but like it's speak. it's so much more fun when you have to just piece together the puzzle. Yeah, of what I mean, Latin is that is true. B there's like a shrill scream that no one seems like. Let's let's put that aside and let's focus on. 
the guy weird, speaking calmly and all Latin. these weird like right just sound can we just like play it again because it's the stuff of nightmares zach And so, and then three, you know how... Fucking hell is that? Exactly. Yeah, good, good point. Exactly. Um, you know how Alfred they do, like... from Gotham? The enhance. He plays enhance, Alfred in Gotham. Enhance, enhance. Yeah. enhance. You know how, like, they do that in TV movies? Why is that movies? a thing? But they, they didn't do that. Like, the clip that you just heard is the clip that they ended up being like, I got it. What? I know what they, he's saying. They Because what they do is, yeah, they, they pull out some bit of it. For some but reason, but they never. He like just kept playing that it's sound. Really weird. Like with the video, at least they like. All right, I'm gonna run it through some filters and we'll figure this out. But the audio, he's just like, "This is what I got," and I think I'm hearing this Latin guy. And then, I'm gonna keep working on it. I'm gonna keep listening Ugh. to it until I can crack the code. So already they're super calm about going on this ship where something clearly more than just like a kegger party happened because it sounds <laughs> awful. If that plays again, I may shit my pants and run out of the room. It's the stuff of nightmares. So, thank you for the fade out. Oh, God, I hate that sound. Stop it, Dad! Stop it! You just want to see me shit my pants! I'll do it. So, anyways, we, uh, we go. What a weird threat. We, I'll do it. I'll shit my pants. shit my pants. I will do it. Studio. I will not so, get up. I will just shit right here. There's a show in after this. They will not be happy. Uh, so, so, they go on the ship. And uh, and it's <laughs> fuck you. And they get on there, and and everybody's really calmly walking around. There's stuff floating in the air. There's like watches and mm-hmm. and body parts and things. And and liquid, they they, they like walk by stuff. what's that? There's like liquid liquid stuff. stuff yeah. yeah, they walk by this like super gory like like people's bodies just ripped inside out and exploded on the walls. They walk by and it flashes in lightning. I guess there's lightning where they are in in a cloud in near Neptune. Sure. And. Uh, and, atmospheric pressure. And then uh, Lawrence Fishburne's like, this place is dead. And he actually says a very foreshadowing line because it becomes many of their tomb. Can we play This Place is a Tomb? This place is a tomb. And I love how he drags that out. This place is a tomb. tomb. And then a uh, severed, frozen hand comes up and touches him. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, I love that moment. Oh! <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> This place is a tomb. Is there anything we can do with this place is a tomb? This place is a tomb? Hmm. Uh, this place gonna, is a tomb. You know what I was going to say? Uh, I was in the frozen pizza section the other day, mm. and I and I was looking for things, and I, and I was like, what do I want? What do I want? And then I went, ooh, and I opened it up, and I said, This place is a tomb. Stone, Stone. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. God, that's, I was trying to Damn work something you, Ben Pegley. That's you know what I strive for mediocrity. That's that's every week the sound clip riff you get when the man has shit his pants and he's just that's sitting in his own poop. That's what happens. So there you go. Jesse has to do it. You can't smell it. We don't have smell vision, so you don't know what really happened here. Uh, I think we can leave this place as a tomb alone. That one's tough. Yeah. That one's tough. That one's real on the nose. So. so then we already talked about how he. Well, let's get more into into depth about. I always love in these in science fiction movies when there's clearly something someone shouldn't touch yeah. or go near, <laughs> like the black hole in the middle. Like Sam Neill, even though he explained it very confusingly, that's a black hole that Justin is just like, whoa, cool. Like maybe maybe don't touch anything because Sam Neill just like told you that the ship disappeared and came back seven years later, and then you heard this super creepy thing, and like there are dead people everywhere. 
Um, yeah, just avoid stuff. So he gets sucked in there. We don't know what happens. Maybe he's in there for like 300 years and he's getting tied up to barbed that would be wire. real cool. And like, because they show scenes from him, like flashes of him wrapped in barbed wire and bleeding. Yeah. So like my vision is... When you get sucked into hell, you're there for like centuries being tortured. I like that. Hellraiser style. And then you come back and you're like a shell of who you are. You're so shocked by it. I wish it. he had come back as like an ancient person. Or so, yeah. Like, like how like cool would aged, that be? Like yeah. Back, like, yeah. He Benjamin buttoned it. Like, oh, that would have been great. Oh, man. A missed been, opportunity. Instead, he's just like, the dark, the dark. And when he, let's talk about the first crazy kill because the gory stuff is the most fun in this yeah. movie where he lets himself out the airlock and. His veins start burning. I remember in the theater being like, oh, shit! His veins start exploding. They start coming out of his skin. He he flies out there. He's holding onto his eyeballs and blood just pouring out, which is weird because when they rescue him, I feel like his eyes are okay again. So this is the magic eye healing movie where yeah, they burst out of his head and his veins are exploding. Well, and, and like, is that what happens when the pressure lock is open? Because the pressure lock opens later, and everyone is like pretty cool. Everyone like makes yeah, it through. Yeah, let's 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 jump ahead. Let's compare these two. Okay, scenes. yes, let's do that. Because Perfect. this is a good point. Because later on, so Justin, as soon as the pressure lock goes up, eyeballs explode, veins, veins are popping explode. out. Later on, we're talking and, like third and wait, act. Also, just like sort of slowly floats out. Yeah, because Lawrence Fishburne yeah. like jumps at him, and Slow. it's like almost yeah. slow mo the way he like. Cut to yeah. third act about where um, Sam Neill turns around and now he's possessed by... We'll get to how he gets possessed because it sort of makes sense. Uh-huh. And uh, he's 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 ripped out his own eyes and he uh, he shoots a hole in the, the glass because the other funny guy comes back. We're skipping a whole lot. But the, it's because I want to divulge into how he's, different it is yeah, when the glass a, He's got a gun, and he shoots the window open. A harpoon open. gun. A harpoon, yeah. He shoots the window open. The glass breaks in the window. And suddenly it's like uh, the, the air got sucked out of a 747 jet. Where yeah. People are like, things are flying, like... <laughs> it's clear. It's like the greatest pressure that you could, yeah. you would have to endure. And he gets sucked out. Like, uh, like one of them's holding on to the grate, and the grate starts to fold yeah. back because of how much pressure there is. But back to Justin. Yeah. So it doesn't match Justin's at all. Where Justin, that's the way they set it up. So they break the rules in this movie. Where yeah. It's like. Because they're exposed to it for, like, at least 30 seconds, Where, and yeah. nothing happens to their veins no, or eyes, nothing. He's ex- totally he's, cool. The pressure hasn't even fully opened yeah. yet, and his veins are going... <laughs> so we'll get to that end Crazy Town scene pretty soon, but I had to just juxtapose those two, because it's nuts. It doesn't make, It's out of two different movies. It makes no sense. Zero sense. I, if there's any physics or uh, majors out there that would understand how either of those are probably... They're probably both wrong. So he gets super fucked up by it, and Lawrence Fisher is like, we're out of here. And can we play the ship is fucked line, please? Smitty, have you seen anything unusual at all? No, I haven't seen anything, and I don't need to see anything, sir, but I can tell you. This ship is fucked. There we go. Just boil it down. You know, he's, he's the one. <laughs> Smitty's got, he knows what's going on. He's the one who first says, what the fuck was that? He says, the ship is fucked. Yep. He's British. He's on top of it. He knows his shit. He's like, we got to get out of here. He knows a possessed inanimate object when he sees one. Yeah. You know, actually, there was a deleted scene. Titanic was originally R-rated. I don't know if you knew this. I did not know that. Tell me about it. Yeah. And when they first hit the iceberg and it was wrecking and Jack was looking around, he went up to one of the musicians and they're still playing and he looked at him and he was like, this shit is fucked. Because he was still pretty calm, yeah. But and they kept fucking playing. It's like this ship is fucked, Stop dude. Playing. This we gotta get out of here. When I was when I was five years old and I was playing in the bathtub, mm-hmm. I was kind of a dick. 
Yeah. Um, Everybody was at five. Not as much as I was. Because let me tell you, my mom came in. She, like, gave me a bunch of toys. And she gave me, like, a, like a ball and, like, a little sponge. And then she gave me a ship. And the little flag mm-hmm. on the ship was cracked. It wasn't even broken. It was just cracked. And I took it and I threw it at her. And I was like, this ship is fucked. In with that bass in my voice. You should. I was, That's impressive. Yeah. I used to get really competitive playing board games when I was sure. a kid. And I was playing Battleship with my grandma. This is the first time I ever got my mouth washed out with soap. Because mm. we're playing and I had one ship left. She had one ship left. And she sunk my Battleship and I picked it up and I threw it at her and I said, This ship is fucked. And yeah. then she I, like dug that dial soap into my molars. It yeah. was brutal. When I was, in, when I was playing Little League Baseball... Um, we were playing for the championship and uh, we were cool. So like we short- shortened all our words. Yeah. Um, and they had the bases loaded. We were up by one. Um, they had the bases loaded and our pitcher threw it right down the middle. And the guy hit the longest home run in recorded little league history. And as I was I watching that. the ball fly out of the stadium, I was like, this shit is fucked. I don't understand baseball terms. <laughs> I don't get it. People were watching baseball in the lobby. I didn't understand. This ship is fucked. So now... It's, it's America's game. We find out that uh, Jason Isaac acts possessed... Because the doctor's like, you can't... The ship is uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. He's like defending the ship. And Jason Isaac grabs the scalpel and like puts it up to his neck. And people are starting to act weird. Like, this ship is affecting them. Yeah. And we find out that it's alive and it's fighting back. Like, it has some sort of... Defense mechanism. Yeah, they to, describe. Yeah, describe to, it as a defense. Yeah, mechanism. to protect itself. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I don't know if if everything's okay. And that's where. Oh, before Justin lets himself out the airlocks, there's that weird like banging at the metal door where there looks like there's these giant hands trying to get through. Yeah, and throughout, I wish they had done more of that. They, yeah, I don't because they never explained what that was, and that was like Sam Neill's big thing was like, you guys are delusional, and that was one where Sam Neill was sitting in and saw it. Yeah, and he like his reaction but was I like, think, eh. I think the ship swayed him earlier. Is what it they were getting at is that he was oh being, that he was already he, like as soon as he went into the super creepy green hallway where he fixed the panel. Yeah. and heard his wife's voice. I think he was starting to turn to the dark side. They just didn't fully develop that well enough. Yes, it was just very muddled. Because just out of nowhere, he's just like uh, he's just super full on just bad guy and in fact there's that moment where um oh they finally translate the latin and he's like save uh save me is what they thought it was right then they realize not only is it not save me it's save yourself from hell from hell is what jason isaacs translates be sure about it yeah when you're going into a situation like this save me if you know latin four words save yourself from hell that's not that difficult to translate it's not like you had to I don't yeah, know. Well, to be fair, I took three semesters of Latin in school, and I was still, unable to do it. Still don't remember it. Yeah. yeah, yeah couldn't. It's a dead language. It's okay. Possibly. That's what I'm saying. So now they're like, hey, the ship is... We, need, we got 20 minutes to fix this. It's almost done. We're mm-hmm. going to get out of here. And Lawrence Fishburne, is, he's a man on a mission. Can we play fuck this ship? Because he's out of here. Mm-hmm. I will take the Lewis and Clark to a safe distance, and then I will launch attack missiles at the event horizon until I'm satisfied she's vaporized. Fuck this ship. Oh, yeah. Fuck this ship. I feel like we already did a bunch of this we did ship. A bunch is of fucked. ship. So I don't know what else. Fuck this ship. Fuck, Fuck this ship. ship. 
oh man, he's 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 a badass in that moment. And then he gets into this thing like we're gonna leave, and this is where we were talking about where Sam Neill just completely out of no does a full one eighty. Yeah, where he goes from Doctor Dude to creepy Shadow Mick. Uh, uh, Heart of Darkness, well, dude. Like he Apocalypse goes, Now. He goes to the, the horror. He the go, horror. The, <laughs> the um the black hole. He like goes yeah. into that room, and he has a vision of his wife killing herself. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, he sees a vision of her, and she looks at him, and she has no eyes, and then she reaches that's, down to his but that's face. After this, no, that's where he turns. Right? No, 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 no. Because he says you can't before that. He says, you oh, can't okay. leave. Yeah, yeah. Can we, so when he's saying this ship is fucked, can we play the you can't leave? She won't let you? Zach? You can't leave. She won't let you. That sounds so much oh. like how he would talk about a velociraptor in Jurassic Park, <laughs> doesn't it? Like, she's, they're so clever. It sounds a little bit like Anthony Hopkins. You can't leave. Would speak as she won't let you. She won't let you. You, you know, um, <laughs> sometimes, uh, when I'm, I'm going to have a baby in November and I keep making jokes about how I want to go to movies still every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling a that a uh, my in-laws, if I keep harping at this, when the baby's born, they're just going to show up at the front door when I'm trying to leave. And they're just going to be like, you can't leave. She won't let you. And I'll look back at my wife and be like, yeah, that's true. That's absolutely that's right. absolutely true. Are they referring to your wife or your baby? Uh, both. Both. <laughs> she won't let you. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we moved uh, about eight months ago now. And when we moved, it like uh, my dog started peeing inside. Mm-hmm. And she had never done that before. Um, but she started peeing inside, but only when we would leave the house. And I think she was just upset by, you know, the change in scenery a little bit. Um, but she'd be totally fine when we were there. We would leave for five minutes. We'd come back and she would have peed in the house. Um, so every time I like wanted to go out to the ice cream truck and get an ice cream cone, I would Which look back it's every day. Every time I hear the entertainer, I would look back at my dog and I would say to myself, you can't leave. She won't let you. you. Your inner voice is very astute and British sounding. Well, I because when you speak in a British accent, you sound smarter. Yep. So I like my inner voice to be I have British. a theory that if there was a brain surgeon with a southern accent and a British accent, the British one could be terrible at their job, mm-hmm. and the southern one could be, and I'm talking like full on, like, hey, dingle, scootin', pooter snatch at the hoot and scoot, that kind of southern, not just like, I'm a little bit of a southern belle, nice to meet you, you know? I feel right, like that's kind of soothing. Yeah, kind of like Yeah, that if guy. it was that. Yeah. But I'm talking like full on, on the farm, that kind of southern accent. Right. You, people would be like, I'm going with the British guy. Yeah. Even though. That's what I'm just saying, guys. And Yelp would don't give ju- him like one star. Don't judge a book by their accent, all right? It's excellent advice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This shit is Let's stop the accent discrimination, all right? So now we're going to have uh, – so this is the part you were talking about where he goes in the room, goes to the Gravitron Gravi- – Gravitron? Gravitron. Sure, Gravitron yep, that's thing. that's what it's called. I think that's a Transformer. Yep. And he sees his wife with no eyes and – like she's naked and it's creepy. Like I always am weirded out when there's nudity and it's like a creepy sequence because you're like, ah, oh, boobs. Ugh, this is a really weird it's sequence. Ah, oh, fuck! Weird. I don't. I have so many conflicting emotions right now. It's like oh, all the nudity in this movie was like creepy. unnecessary, it's, creepy. Yeah, nudity. it's like oh, I don't like. They're like nudity. we we would like to turn you against nudity for <laughs> the rest of your adolescence. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, it just, you're just you get an innie instead of an Audi. Uh, anyways, <laughs> talking about belly buttons. Talking about belly buttons. Belly button talk. Hashtag belly button talk. So he then he drops down and starts seemingly tearing out his own eyeballs. Yeah. And then they, we, Lawrence Fisherman's trying to get out of there, and Jolie Richardson is the only one, Jody or Jolie? 
Jolie Richardson? She's the yeah, Jolie Richardson. They're the only two left alive because funny guy, I forget his name, Cooper. Cooper. Hang on, Mr. Cooper. Yeah. He's hanging out in space. He gets launched off when the ship blows up because we find out that Weir blew up the ship with Smitty, the smart guy. Poor Smitty. Poor Smitty dies. Cooper gets launched out. Oh, we didn't even talk about how... Um, uh, what's his name? Fuck. Uh, the Latin Justin? guy. Latin guy. Oh. Gets strung up by hooks and his guts are laid yeah. out on the table. Yeah. By Jason weird, Isaacs. Super bad. Like, that's super Clive Barker right there. It was... That, that part was... Like, he he had already an, an incision in his stomach. Like, which, from an open heart, open heart surgery or I something. guess. I don't know. There were a lot of a lot of things that Oof. left unexplained. And then just... Thing. But, yeah, so I guess they just, like, opened him back up. Uh, Sam Neill did, right? Yeah. Was it Sam Neill? Yeah. And then hooked him up to the ceiling and just let his Everything blood just... and guts fall out onto the surgeon's table. Super gross. How cool would it have been if... I, I read that in the original... I think I read this, or maybe I just thought it in my head, which is twisted. It to be true. Is that his his intestines were hanging out and he was still alive and he like that's, yeah that's what it was actually I did read that where he was screaming and Lawrence Fishburne shot him in the head to um to ease his suffer to take his suffering away to like end it. There's a lot of things that they could have that that would have been real cool. That would have been awesome. The, it's like because if you're like Justin oh shit he's dead and then cool. it's like that would have been terrifying. That would have been if so he had, scary. Like, started flipping out, hanging uh, on those. Hooks. I would have been like ah! come on. <laughs> that would have been so good. So now we're at the point where Cooper gets launched off into space. And, you know, George Clooney from Gravity should have followed Cooper's advice. Because yeah. George Clooney just kind of lets himself float off and be like, because I'm really charming. And George gonna, Clooney gonna, was like, gonna, gonna I live my life. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Sorry if you haven't seen Gravity. We just ruined that. But it uh, happens pretty early on in the movie. So Cooper has this really funny line where he says something like, I'm back, motherfuckers, or what is it? As he, he shoots. Here I come, motherfuckers! That's when he's shooting his air his air jet boots off yeah. to get back to the ship, which he's really far he's, away from. But he's real precise. <laughs> he's <super laughs> like, what, yeah. flying through space, all you need is one jetpack yep. exertion. Because he lands right on the window. On the window. Right when we've learned that Sam Neill is, is uh, from, his eyes are gone. And actually, Lawrence Fishburne, Captain Miller, asks him about his eyes, and he does a full Doc Brown about it. Can we play We Won't Need Eyes? B, clip B. Could be. Oh my god. <laughs> so good. What happened to your eyes? Where am I going? We won't need eyes to see. We won't need eyes to see. Like he he goes he's just totally like Hannibal Lecter once he like Hannibal Lecter yeah. and Doc Brown yeah. is what Doctor We won't need eyes. We won't need roads or eyes to see. Is it just me or Lawrence Fishburne sounds very soothing in that beginning when he's like Oh my god. And it also reminds me of Tommy Boy. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just what I think when I hear that. He was uh he was like just about to start recording his R and B track. It's really soothing. And he's like, oh what happened to you? Like if I had a doctor Oh my god. Like if I had a doctor who was like Moses on the bed. who was like, What happened to your eyes? You'd be like, Oh, I'm super relaxed now. I can tell you about my eyes. I'd be like, Are you saying they're beautiful? Yeah. Is that <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. It's <laughs> the most like super seductive way to say it ever. He like Lawrence was uh, super into the no eyes look. He's like he oh, said he, he's had a fetish he, his whole he, life for no eyes, he's like, and he's like, oh fuck, finally. Oh thank you. Oh I can my listen god. To, I want that to be my text message sound wherever I'm in public and it's just oh my people just 
Imagine being on the subway and that comes on and you're like, what? What? Yeah. What? Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, shit. I can no laugh at that. I, I, so this is the part where he shoots the the grappling hook or the, the harpoon. Yeah. Because Cooper has the amazing accuracy to land on the window of right where they're talking. Yeah. And then, he sh- then of course, he turns around and first off, Lawrence Fishburne goes, hey, if you miss me, you'll break the hull. And then he goes, what makes you think I'll miss? Cooper shows up. He aims directly for the fucking window, breaks the hull of the ship. A lot of things are going on here that we have to unpack. A lot of things to unpack in, so, in the seven minutes yeah, we have Yeah, not left. a problem. I'm going to go quick. One, Lawrence Fishburne looks at the guy and he's dead. And his concern is what happened to your eyes. Like, he lost his eyes, he's bleeding out of his eyes. He's up, walking, moving around, holding a gun. He's like, wait, man, are, are your eyes okay? Well, he's not dead because he's cool? talking, though. But he's, like, been to hell. Yeah. You know what we I mean? He like, doesn't know that. He doesn't know that, but, like, yeah. it, a, so, a man bleeding out of his eyes with no, like, his eyes have been removed. Yeah. Like, walking around on his own volition. I, I would have other questions I would have aside other questions from, too. like, yeah. hey, are, are you okay? And then... The whole thing with breaking the hole. And, yeah, and then the whole thing with, like, what makes you think I'll miss? Well, as we just addressed, you have no eyes. You have no eyes. So, so. that. And th- that's what it is. He has no eyes. So when he hears somebody, he just turns... I didn't even think about that. He just turns around and shoots. First off, could they actually hear him through that glass, through his spacesuit, in that spaceship? He had a lot of enthusiasm. I so mean, maybe I think, he- <laughs> I think there's a little soundproofing on spaceships in outer yeah, space. Perhaps. But he shoots, This is the future. You he don't shoots know. through the glass. And like we talked about earlier, the glass explodes and everybody starts getting sucked out like it's a like it's a 747, mm-hmm. in, like it's World War Z when they blast open the door. And Lawrence Fishburne, this is my favorite part of the movie, Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> grabs onto a rope and just the strength of his hands fights against the greatest pressure, pressure he'll ever come against. Meanwhile, Jolie Richardson gets knocked out and thrown to the side and somehow isn't sucked out. She's like in you a just bunker. Need, you just need to she, get knocked unconscious. Yeah. If you're ever in a plane and you lose altitude, Don't just get don't fight it just go limp go limp you're <laughs> That's fine what she does. yeah because <laughs> she doesn't show up till the door's about to shut and then she's like captain he's like i won't leave you like yeah. every hero in the 80s and 90s said yeah grabs her through so he goes back out with the stream yeah. of the pressure to grab her hand brings her in brings her back barely in. because he won't leave anyone behind as we established and earlier. then cooper and her get in the main chamber and he's like i'm gonna blow the bridge which they clearly foreshadow foreshadow early everything on. that happened they foreshadow. everything yeah, that like happened. in a very clear way yeah so they go on the the bridge the the main part of it or what or the whatever the rescue pod of it jolie richardson and cooper they he blows the bridge well, before he blows the bridge, him and Sam, ne- the Burning Man comes back. His, yeah. his fallen soldier that he left behind, they reveal that he feels guilt-ridden over his soldier being left behind. Three minutes, oh shit. And he's just like throwing fire at and him. And he's like, you're not, you're not him. He's dead. And then Sam Neill appears, eyes fully healed, just now just cuts everywhere. And he has no hair. And bald. Yeah. <laughs> which, in the, in the, there's deleted scenes that they cleared up where... What happened was when, oh, we forgot, there's that blood, the blood fills the, the water for some reason and explodes mm. all over Jolie Richardson's yes. character. Mm-hmm. What happened was that he was reborn in blood. They show, there was a scene where he puts his hand up there and it reveals Sam Neill's in there and he bursts through. And then when she's running off with Cooper, he comes spider crawling down like the exorcist, fully naked, bald and like. And so what they There's were trying There's no reason to, this extended cut should not have been released. Uh, right? Like, this is so this sounds better. amazing. So he gets sucked out of the ship and is somehow reborn in uh, as bald and eyes cut up and with eyes again. 
And he fights him. Here's what I assumed, because he had no hair and he had cuts all over his face, that he shaved his head, but since he had no eyes, he was just like going willy-nilly. And then his eyes grew back, and and he's like, oh, what did I do? I should have waited. So Lawrence Fisherman blows the bridge, and they, Jolie Richards, I can't remember her character's name. It's really bugging me. But uh, Cooper, oh, Peters, that's her name. Peters and Cooper survive. And uh, Captain Miller and Dr. Weir, a.k.a. new reborn hell beast, mm-hmm. get sucked into the black hole within hell. And you're like, before that, we get another creepy glimpse of hell when he grabs Lawrence Fishburne's head and blood starts pooling down. Yeah. And you see all these awful images, like people getting like arms shoved through their mouths and like people are getting sodomized. It was, it was like it's really the, weird. The video that they had that Times they like, like cleared 10. up. But I think that, that it was That's like a was. lot of what was going on it's there. It's terrifying. Yeah. So... And then we're, it ends with another nightmare sequence where you're like, oh, Peters is stuck in hell, too. Oh! And then she wakes up, and they're fine, but then the door's shut. And I remember in theaters, when the door shut on them, I was like, they're still stuck. Because the, wouldn't the ship still be possessed, but then the Gravitron thing isn't there anymore, so I guess not. I don't know. Like, what? We don't know, because they never made a sequel. They should have made an event. They will. Paul W.S. Anderson. They will. Make an Event Horizon 2. Hey, everyone out there, tweet it. Paul W.S. Anderson. Hashtag Event Horizon 2. Hashtag GMP. Hashtag Belly Button Talk. Hashtag, you know what? But you know what? Drop that one just for the purposes of Paul Lawrence Fishburne and I share a similar love for this movie because after I got done watching this movie, I just looked at it and went, oh my God. (laughs) There we go. Oh my God. That's how I feel. And then you movie. held it close and cradled I held it. it. I held it close and I cradled it because, you know, it took me to hell. Took I, me to hell I did want to point out, I know we're, uh, we're almost, wrapping up. We're almost we're out wrapping of here. Up. One more thing that we didn't touch on that we need to point out. There was a fail-safe switch when the black hole was going crazy. And they were like, I'm going to, it's probably the fail-safe. Or I had probably just have to hit the fail-safe switch. And then he had to crawl through a maze of circuits really? to get to the fail-safe. Just put that on the wall. Yeah. You know what I that's mean? It's like having like, an emergency shutoff valve for a hot tub that's like in someone's apartment. Yeah, here's underneath. the map. Yeah, in their like, cupboard. Wait, what? Why yeah. isn't this emergency valve this doesn't make any readily sense. available? Ah, oh, this anyway. movie. This movie's a blast. It's gory. It's super silly. Uh, it terrified me as a kid and makes me laugh and cheer as an adult. I had a blast watching this movie. I hope you did too. Next week, next week next we're doing week. the 80s punk rock zombie classic Return of the Living Dead. If you haven't seen this movie, please watch it before we talk about it next week. It's awesome. It has gore. It has camp humor. It has a super hot naked zombie that walks around. She's this punk rock girl who's naked for half the movie. If I haven't enticed you, you're watching the wrong show. It's awesome. Watch Return of the Living Dead before we talk about it next week because we're going to have a blast with that. And it it has Living Dead returning. Yes. And there's a subtitle track where you can read the zombie's thoughts and it's hilarious. So watch Come it with on. a zombie thought subtitle track and we're going to talk about it next week. Jesse, where can they find you? At too much Jesse, promlosers.com, 86 Charles. Yes, you can find me at, at the Ben Begley at Guilty Movie Guys. <laughs> ah, fuck you! <laughs> at Funhouse Mass. Funhouse Massacre, big announcement. Funhouse Massacre is coming out on, uh, it's coming out on, <laughs> Jesus Fucking Christ. Minutes. Funhouse Massacre is coming out on Showtime and Hulu this this uh, this month. I'll, oh, get, yeah, I'll nice. get specific dates hopefully for you next week, but we're coming out on Showtime and Hulu, so if you haven't seen it, you're going to be able to see it for free. All I ask is that you tweet at me what you thought of it after you see it. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you, you guys are going to have to clean What is shit your up. guilty movie pleasure? From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.
views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. <laughs>